everybody. Welcome to Boozy Book Reports with Beth and Sam. It's our very, very first episode of our new podcast, and we're so excited to be sharing this with you. So for our very first book report, we are doing the Boxcar Children Mm -hmm. and an oldie but a goodie. Goodie is... Is that's subjective? That's, I mean, I'm giving it's an them, oldie. It's an oldie. Um, you may remember it as a goodie, but we are about to demolish that memory. So, well, I mean, not, it was. We'll celebrate what's good about it. Okay. <laughs> Which is, I mean, there are always you can always find the positive in something. Yeah. But this isn't Adam hates everything or whatever. No, this not is this is this is a time for us to come together, relive our childhood, <laughs> drink some booze, yeah, and just enjoy life because. Life right now is a little bit hectic in the world, and this podcast is all about just letting that go. It's low stakes. It's you don't have to learn anything. Nope. You don't have to learn. You don't have to know anything. Nope. Guess what? Just if you thought that this was going to be like a literature, like no critical, critical analysis, analysis of anything, <laughs> it is not. This is just two ladies drinking booze, reading old books, yeah. and talking smack about them. So. Yep. It's the sassier version of your neighborhood book club. Gotta love it. It's so good. <laughs> anyway, so like I said, we our very first book pick is The Boxcar Children by Gertrude Chandler Warner. But before we dive in, we need to talk about what we're drinking. And Sam has made us two amazingly delicious drinks. And she's going to describe them to you because I have no idea what's in them. I am not a drinker. So this could go really south really fast for me, at least. Um, (laughs) If you're following along at home and you've read the books, you will see some of the references that we've made. So our first one is what we're calling our Alden Mule, which is, uh, you know, if you live in a boxcar and you're of age, <laughs> you probably drink some hooch. Yes. So we're, we're, uh, we're going with moonshine cocktails tonight, or at least hoochie cocktails. Um, so this one is with a vanilla vodka that's actually made by a friend of mine mm-hmm. in Walla Walla. So, nice. Or in Dayton, I guess. Uh, and so information about it will all be on the um on the show notes on the show notes there we go Uh, so it's vanilla vodka it has a little bit of angostura bitters and ginger beer and a little bit of benedictine so it's sweet and spicy Mm. and And it's delicious let me just say it is delicious the first taste it was apple pie and i was just like i'm instantly going to be drunk that's yeah there's a lot of cinnamon i think in 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 the vodka so an apple pie moonshine if that's you know the little Mm. jars you can get at the liquor store um, that are you know less sketch yes less let hoochish less 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 hoochish less hoochish, less hoochish. <laughs> and or find your uh, neighborhood uh, your friend who makes it but this is actually like a licensed product you could buy this okay it is it's not actual. bathtub hooch no okay no right that's we, is that a still thing that's still a thing right it's I'm not sure. legally a thing no I, but I'm no. sure it's a thing right because don't people drink that I'm, and go blind. I feel like that's a thing. So no. if you, uh, yes, okay. So I'm a chemist, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm an idiot. So no, she not. will be explaining many things no, to me. No, um, no. So if you um, ferment pectin, which is in mm-hmm. fruit, so fruit wines, fruit mm-hmm. things can, and you can ferment pectin to methanol. But there's like if you distill and if you there's tests you can do and we no yeah. worries here people no are, nobody's going is, blind tonight yes it'll well. be fine <laughs> well I do yeah. have some pins in the room so you'll never know if we might oh slip <laughs> sorry that went real dark rage this uh, is this is taking me back to high school my best friend in high school used to threaten this all the time yeah. I'll just stab someone with a pencil so. yeah it makes sense cookie this is for you <laughs> <laughs> all right and we have a second drink which yes. is a beautiful plum purpley color yes so we went with a cherry uh cherry flavored drink and so this is one a throwback to childhood um my husband and i call this one the sonic drive-through because it basically is a cherry limeade it's pretty tart um so not your not your childhood cherry limeade but it has lime juice it has a cherry liqueur made by my friend also some hooch this so is a fancy. different friend apparently i have a lot of friends that are just making hooch these days i love it uh, <laughs> this is it's not illegal because it's just um it's it's uh it's just when you like what's it called when you just let something like sit in something it's fermented no no, no. sorry i'm already feeling it i've taken oh. like four big drinks so your girl is like what are words? Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it's just an infusion. There we go. It's there just an infusion. 
So it is not also going to make you go blind. But yeah, we mm. have a, it's got cherry liqueur, it's got lime, and it's got some, a little bit of cherry syrup and some grenadine for color and flavor. It's amazing. It's and again, good. we will have some pictures up. We'll have the recipes up. So yeah. boom, we're ready to go. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but <laughs> I'm feeling it. Good. And I'm feeling good. It has been a long ass goal. week. So yes. I'm so excited to tear into this children's book. <laughs> it's like Coming I, ha- for you, I have to say, okay, so we have, I purchased my version of the boxcar children off of eBay. And I got the version that I saw in the 80s, like when I originally had this book. And I see that you have a more modern version. Uh, yeah, I got mine new from our local bookstore. And, uh, you know, our boy Henry's wearing a polo. Yeah, I have to say the the kids on my book, first of all, they're straight up 80s with some khaki pants <laughs> and pastel polos <laughs> yeah, and headbands and all the things. The First of all, I was duped. So as I was reading this book, I think I was realizing I don't think I ever read this book as a child. Did you not? Oh, here's the thing. I owned the book. And I think it's because this book had a chokehold on the Scholastic Book Fair when I was growing up. And the Bakkar children were the thing. That was the one that we had, too. That's the same one that I grew up with. That was the one that was in the library. Yes. And it was just like it looked amazing. And it's like, oh, look at the adventure these kids are going to have and all this stuff. And as I was reading the book, I'm like, wait a minute. This is this is not what I remember. I think I had fever dreams. And just by looking at the covers, I made up stories in my brain about this. There are many of them, though, as as. I think you have... There's 179 of these. Yeah, so I read... I think I read this one, and then I actually preferred the later ones, especially any one that involved a horse. Oh, were you a horse girl? I was a horse girl. Oh, I I love it. (laughs) Yeah, I had that horse girl energy. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I mean, you still kind of do, which is why I love you so much. (laughs) Yeah, I was was a horse girl. And so any of them that involved horses, because I think Jesse became like a writer later... Anyone that had, <laughs> I think this, I think says a lot about childhood me, a horse or any of them had a potential love interest. Oh, I feel okay. like there yes, was a point where like strong <laughs> horse girl energy it was like, maybe they're going to be boyfriend and girlfriend. <laughs> Oh no, God. that was <laughs> um, those were the ones I was more drawn to. This this one where um the late the lady stayed at home and cooked was not my favorite. No, no. <laughs> uh, you know, as I started reading this book. Firstly, I was just like, what am I reading? Because yeah. this is something else uh, yeah. than I expected. For Okay, a couple of reasons. Number one, it said it was a mystery. So I'm going to read the, I want to read the back of the book yeah. of what it describes it to be. And then we'll just start sharing our experiences with this book because you know what? For me, they were not good. Okay, so this is the back of my book. It says, one warm night, four children stood in front of a bakery. No one knew them. No one knew where they had come from. Henry, Jesse, Violet, and Benny are orphans. Determined to make it on their own, they set out to find a safe place to live. They discover an old red boxcar that provides shelter from a storm. Against all odds, they make it into their home and become the boxcar children. That's freaking exciting. Yeah, yeah. Is yours the same? No, it's not. It says uh, Henry, Jesse, Violet, and Benny are brothers and sisters. They're orphans, too. And the only way they can stay together is to make it on their own. When the children find an abandoned boxcar in the woods, they decide to call it home and become the boxcar children. Oh, my gosh. Okay. But they don't actually stay there very long. No, this is the biggest BS ever. It's, <laughs> it's all lies. And Okay. So, Dude. first of all, the author, when we were just like, I was like, I'm going to do a little wiki, a little wiki search to see what this lady mm-hmm, was about. Mm-hmm. I was shook, first of all, that these books were written in like the 20s. You didn't get that from the lady stayed at home and hemmed a tablecloth part? You know, uh, I, I mean, thought... That could, that, that could be the 80s, too, sometimes. Yeah, but... I mean, I just didn't realize, realize, because I, I looked at the cover and I thought 80s chic. And I start reading, I'm like, why am I in the past past? Like, it's a whole thing. Yeah, these are like super depression era. <laughs> yeah, but it's just, again, I feel duped because it was sold as like an 80s tale. And I'm like, the very first thing we see is like horrific. Yeah. So like my my book right now is like full of highlights and notations because I was so shook on the first page. Like, so... The gist of the story, if you don't recall, and if you don't want to reread this masterpiece, is that these orphaned kids... It'll take you 10 minutes, though. You'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> they show up on this baker's door, 
And the baker's wife is such a bitch. She's just like, I don't even like kids, but we can maybe keep yeah. them so I can use them as slave labor. Exactly. I can enslave these children, but not the young one. No. He is whiny. Yeah. <laughs> and he can little. go to the children's home. I was just like, what is happening? Like, this yeah. is the least healthy thing I've ever read. I, it, I think there's... I actually think that there is a strong competitor as you continue on the plot of the book. Of worst person ever? Or, okay, or, okay sorry. Yep, yeah, okay. but we can wait, we can wait. We should cover the baker lady first. Okay. And then I have a later... Oh, all I wanted to say was she was a bitch. So oh, that's yeah. all I had to yeah, say Yeah, she her. was pretty terrible. Well, and she, then she just was like, let's go. They ran around. Okay, so she, the kids overhear her talking about how they're going to get rid of the little yeah. Benny kid who's not, six years old. Not not good at not, being an evil mastermind no, baker lady. No, and so she literally, like, uh, the kids run away that first night, and they're then the next day the, the baker and the wife are going to go find them, and the kids are hiding in a bale of hay. And I'm like, what is this story? My um, childhood. We oh, used to okay. make bale of hay forts, and oh. not, yeah, you get little holes where you've taken out the hay, and the tarp is over, and you just kind of hide in there, is and then you chill out. safe? That feels Why is not, it not safe. safe? Could What's it collapse? No. I don't I don't I don't know farm life. Bale, okay, again, horse girl. Uh yeah. bales of hay are quite heavy. Yeah. And especially if you have the big, like the big ones. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're heavy, but they're not going anywhere. Okay. I don't know. It's like yeah. I'm terrified of agriculture. Like I saw a thing <laughs> on 2020 or some show like that or a YouTube video where it's like the corn silos where oh, they you put the corn. No, never again, go in there because uh, you'll die. Did instantly. my undergrad in chemical uh, oh, engineering and a whole class on powder tech. <laughs> yeah, no, you can really get you can really die. In yeah, those. yeah don't go in a silo, but no. a, a hay like a haze. I don't trust anything. It's like so. It's like some bricks with a tarp over it okay, and like some well, bungee cords. Okay, I mean, it's pretty it could have been fun. I uh, again, I don't. It know. It was super fun. You would like make a little home in there, and so there Just, was like I was as a kid totally was into the boxcar children. My but well, okay, not totally into it, but I was into this idea, but was disappointed by the execution. Yeah, my grandparents had a boxcar oh, on geez. their property. I kid you not. It was like this house that they they had i think they just rented it not the boxcar that the property but that's where they like put the hay oh my god it was like stacked up and you could like go inside it so yeah oh i I was like oh this is gonna be so cool and then it's not Not. cool yeah they're like we made a house in a boxcar and the jankiest house ever i mean okay i I know they're resourceful they were resourceful but it was just like thing after thing of like what it where where are they at? Where are the adults? And the adults in their lives are so dysfunctional. Uh, okay. And uncaring. This bring well, that's this brings me to my candidate for worst adult yes. in the book. The, is the doctor. The doctor, the doctor is he's like, Well, I found that they were living in a boxcar, and I just thought, well, that's mighty good fun. And he, I just <laughs> let them keep going. <laughs> it was it was like, what is happening? I wanna I wanna like really quick. I was thinking about this this morning. I want full disclosure. I am not the kind of person, I don't have children myself, I am not the kind of person who's like, ooh, you know, if those kids are in a field, we better call the cops on their parents. Yeah. Like, no. I don't believe in that nonsense about, you know, we used to run around the neighborhood, you know, come home when the lights are on sort of stuff. And again, I, I we used to like hang out in a pile of hay, you know, like <laughs> obviously like safety, not strong. We also used to like turn each other around in a composter too, but- oh. My gosh. We put on a bike helmet. It was for safety. Okay. So anyway, like I'm not here to like say that you shouldn't let kids have kid experiences and occasionally kids are going to get hurt. That's fine. That That's part of like growing up. And those scars are like later fun stories. As long as you're not like, you know, losing a limb. That guy's not. That guy's crazy. Yeah. That guy. And, and, well, first and, of all, can I just say he's living with his mother as a doctor. And I, I was just I like, had. not to yeah. judge anybody no, who's returned no. to live with their parents because I, listen, of crushing medical school debts. Yes. And I'm a millennial and I live with my parents for way longer than I wanted to. So I yeah, get it. Yeah. But it's just like a weird dynamic between the two to me. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think there were there were many things that I w- was like thought that were they were weird dynamics. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I can't decide if that's just me as a as a different generation reading it. Oh, I'm sure. Well, this generation is the effed up generation. Let's just be real. <laughs> I don't like, know. Who's the boomers? Oh, <laughs> uh, no, we love we love everybody. Sure. However, just the thought of like the child again, it goes back to child labor and how everybody was just like, <laughs> how can we exploit these children? Well, yeah, that's the thing that killed me. It's like he knows they're living in a boxcar and he's like, sure, come pick cherries. Yeah, I know that you're like 
you you your brother is a really like unhealthily attached to a broken pink cup. Yeah. But you it, know it's fine. you can work in my mom's yard. Yeah. The kid it's is fun. 14 years yeah. old. Yeah. Work and then the way to describe it, he's working all day. It's not just like, oh, an hour. It's like he's working from dusk to dawn. Mm-hmm. I mean that that even like if you're like doing farm work and stuff, that doesn't even upset me. It's sort of the idea that like for a dollar <laughs> Well, it's a different time. Actually, I do have $25 in 1942, which is the release date on my book. Okay. Was like 400 bucks. Okay. So a dollar's like... Okay-ish. Yeah, a dollar's it's not, like... It's not great, but it's good. Yeah. Yeah. That. Well, in 1920, whenever, I guess this kid was rich. So maybe the doctor well. wasn't a jerk. He's giving him $1,000 for working... You still want to pull yourself up by your bootstraps, kid. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they did do it in Depression Land. (laughs) Oh my gosh! When they were talking about like, okay, so so basically, they're running away from this farmer. And the bigger pictures are running away from their grandfather mm-hmm. and they don't want to be found because um, he and the parents had a falling out. And I don't even know. Yeah. But it because it's not really d- a deep dive in book one. Just that he hates the mother. Yeah. And so the kids are like, we're not going to go live with you, even though you're the richest man in town. I don't think they know that. Um, Probably not. But it's just very sad to me that that. I don't know. Yeah. They, they, they I don't think running. that would change their idea because they think that the the grandfather hates them because they hated their mother. Mm-hmm. Which is like, you know, that's so sad. That's a sad family dynamic. I, you know. Well, there's lots of people that are like, just no mother-in-law, just no family, oh. no contact, which I get. Yeah. But let's. Info diet. I have understood that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also like, I think you mentioned this um, when you were finishing the book. You're like, yeah, I'm finishing up the book on poor, you know, yeah. estate oh, yeah. planning or whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, the boxcar no children wills. or why uh, estate planning and a living will is important. Yeah, it's just <laughs> you know? wild. So the kids, again, they get away from the baker. They're like, we got to find a place because there's this big storm. And that's when they discover the boxcar in the woods. And like, yeah. this is the perfect thing ever. Let's make some beds out of pine needles. And I'm like, what? I don't I- I think that that's a very like kid thing to do is that in their mind, that's completely logical. Like they they think we have nowhere to go. All that we have is each other. They have this like incredible sibling bond and all they, that's all they know. I know. It's just the visual of like, I I don't, even as a kid, I didn't like pine needles. Like, Oh, okay. That's fair. That's fair. You know what I mean? Like that's the pokiest that you could find. Like what would be the most uncomfortable to think to lay on? That's not the floor pine cones (laughs) or pine needles, you know, like, What's going to jam at me all night since I don't yeah. have a blanket? Every time you roll over, it pulls you. <laughs> it's just wild. Um, so anyway, and then they decide, oh, we need all this stuff. So they, they're right. And this is the weird thing, too. The boxcar is not that far from the dump. Like, they walk to the dump. I think that also is, like, not inconsistent with my small town. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think that that's that weird. But, yeah. I, I, again, I, mean, I, I was again, raised in, not- like, straight suburbia. So it's just like, <laughs> what are these people doing? Okay. <laughs> Again, hard uh, redneck horse girl energy, I guess. <laughs> like, yeah, it totally makes sense that yeah. this de- defunct boxcar is, of course, it's next to the dump. And, uh, you know, you go and you get stuff from the dump. Yeah, they got so much stuff from the dump. And I'm just have like, you ever been to a pick and save for your car? A what? <laughs> what is a pick and save? They have like kind of like ha- half broken down cars and you pick what you need off why? of it and you say looking at me and knowing me why would I've ever gone to a pick and save like okay I, yeah well someone's I cool I was once in Mississippi though dived their ottoman uh, in their house <laughs> I've never dumpster I've been watching all never these TikTok. no no I've been oh. watching all these TikToks though of like all of these people that are dumpster diving by the campuses of college like college campuses oh, everybody's moving yeah. out and they're getting hit so the much sorority. stuff no my friends in college used to do that they would pretend they were looking for their cat muffin and oh, gosh <laughs> Just, I mean, I don't blame them. They're was, getting so much stuff. They would, they did. I know there was a one point where we got a brand new pair of shoes, and my friend got a. This was a, obviously a different time, but a BlackBerry that oh. just needed a new battery. I'm telling people throughout the, the amount of well, and then I was getting all like indignant, like look at the waste, just all this waste in the world. It's as true. I'm like you know doing what i do is just totally wasteful and whatever no, but no but, but it just felt like a lot and i don't know anyway but but so i've not done dive. there's also like this whole like dumpster dive crew on the tiktok that do dumpster diving outside of like all the major stores so they do like mm-hmm. ulta and this and that and i didn't realize like all those places like destroy all their stuff or try to and yeah. then people are really picking through it and they find all kinds of stuff and i'm like that is such an interesting way to live 
Like no judgment. Yeah. It's just like that's so fast. Like I would never have thought to go. You know what I'm gonna do? Go behind Best Buy or go behind Target and see what I can find. Yeah, I think that's a level. Partially, that that is upsetting that they like destroy all that. It's so frustrating. Wait, it's all that you know. Basically, energy. The goes world into is that. ending. Sorry, this is light and airy. We're not thinking about those things. <laughs> However, <laughs> but I, I guess what I'm saying is, I, I, I the again the thing that them picking things out of the dump is not the most upsetting part of this no. book. It's the doctor. Yeah. Okay. The doctor I'm is sorry. the most upsetting. No, part to of me, this the book. most upsetting. The thing that stuck with me what? that gave me nightmares. We're like, let's clean up the spoons. They're all rusty. Let's rub some sand on them. No. What do you think is in a magic eraser? It's Listen, just an abrasive. Okay. I do not feel like a rusty ass spoon is going to get clean with some sand that an eight year old's rubbing on it. I mean, I, again, uh, I'm not a scientist. That's probably. Well, I, don't I know. just, I don't know. In my head, I'm just picturing these kids eating out of these, like, you know, cracked picture pits, pits. Oh, okay. We're, we're gone. A, a, a wrapped <laughs> picture that they've, like, kind of cleaned see that, and... that doesn't upset me well i mean like i guess tetanus is a real problem probably right? 19 like, <laughs> these kids didn't have any vaccinations <laughs> no. they were not no, there was not that was not the case true. yeah but then again but like i put their milk behind like a rock i know well that was a whole thing too the fact that they were just like raw dogging milk i was like stop <laughs> like I, i'm not a person like i i have a family member and every time i go around them they like it's dinner time they're like let me get a nice cold refresh refreshing glass of milk and i'm like uh what oh it's the i just don't understand it in college drink me and my roommates we were drinking four glasses a day we'd have two with dinner a glass with lunch and a glass with dinner breakfast oh my gosh yeah i'm lactose intolerant things were rough but i didn't at the time i was lactose in denial <laughs> so <laughs> that's I was my constant state just chugging up <laughs> yeah no we drink a lot of milk. i just you didn't drink did you drink milk growing up no. no i mean i think i had it on cereal but i was not like let me just drink a glass of milk. Everyone's child have like Hershey's, but we were like, we were kind of like not rich growing up. So it's like Hershey's sauce was like, what well, was generic first of all. Yeah. And it was definitely like a treat. It wasn't like something we mm-hmm. normally had in the house when I was a kid kid. Yeah, so I remember drinking thing. that a little bit, but yeah, but I also was like super lactose intolerant. So it's like, yeah, but I didn't know about it. I just was like, why does my stomach hurt when I drink a whole thing of milk? Yeah. Now yeah. I'm dead. Yeah. I just thought being gassy was a normal state. Oh my gosh, that's the worst. <laughs> yeah, it's like, are you I learned kidding? So me? much when I went to college. <laughs> I know, but it's, it's amazing what you learn when you get out of your like uh, normal home, home of origin. You're like, yeah, Wait, what am I? What I can't do this What's all this? the time. God. Well, I just realized like not that long ago that a lot of the meals, and I'm thinking about the kids because their big meal was always bread and milk. You know, then yeah. they throw in, oh, we got some like you know tops of carrots we can boil those into a mush and eat them oh yeah um, i have some comments about jesse's culinary skills oh, but gosh but it's the, the struggle meal and i didn't yeah. realize that it had a name and i didn't realize that like a lot of the food i grew up was like struggle food what is your what is your like struggle food craving um homemade pancakes is one because oh, yeah. they are cheap mac and cheese yeah um but like I used to love like mac and cheese with like, but the craft mac and cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blue box. Blue box. But then the other day I was like craving something and I was like, I just want tuna casserole. Oh, it's so good. And I was just like, that is a struggle meal for sure. Oh, yeah. But like, it's, good. it's so good. It's really good. So yeah. what were your struggle meals? So the one I always crave when I'm sick is um, top ramen, chicken top ramen with yeah. a can of corn thrown into it. Oh, that is special. <laughs> <laughs> and I used to think it was so like, oh, I don't want to eat this. And now whenever I'm sick, I crave that so mm-hmm. bad. That's like like that. And then um, I'll admit the like fanciest thing I thought. I thought this was the fanciest meal because it, it's like a struggle meal, but it's not. I don't yeah. know. So we would make mashed potatoes. Okay. And then you would make hamburgers and you would pan fry the hamburgers and then you would take the hamburger out of the pan but leave all of the grease uh-huh. and pour in a can of cream of mushroom soup with just a little bit of milk and you'd make like a pan gravy with cream of mushroom okay and it's very gray yeah there's no vegetables in this <laughs> but that was like uh that was the fanciest oh thing and i remember when i made that for kevin my at the time boyfriend now husband he was 
not very impressed. polite but unimpressed oh. <laughs> and i was like this is fancy food oh my gosh that's the worst when you make your struggle food dish and then the person's like what are what are, what is this why, why is this your this? choice yeah yeah I, and it's like because it's delicious and it's you're like so good. It, it's it, yeah it is i haven't had that in years maybe oh, i, I think you should make it. it you should make it for your anniversary <laughs> Just like be a brat. Oh my gosh! Yeah, um, and then I'll 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 be sure to back that up. But he so that's his like that's the food that he my husband will not eat is cream of mushroom soup. Mm. And it is that is like that's a good staple food. It's up to it is a boxcar era depression level food. Yes, I love a good condensed soup. Yes, <laughs> admit. like when you yeah. can do so much with it. Yeah, no, use it as sauce. Use it as a yeah. So I think the the meals that they ate were not that upsetting to me so i think yeah. that like things it actually reminded me a lot of like things my grandparents would eat mm-hmm. which when we tried to rationalize why they would eat that the only thing we could think of was like the depression yeah. and this is so my um when they talked about the the where they were putting the um milk on the bread oh yeah so that sounds so that's like a thing in my family with oh. cornbread uh-huh. you make cornbread you put it in a glass and you pour milk <gasps> over it and you eat it like mush oh that's, i've never heard of that I think I I think that's got to be like a middle of the country thing. I don't okay. know, but that's so my that's my grandma's favorite, and my pops's is popcorn. He does the same thing. He puts the popcorn in the glass and pours um, milk milk on it and eats it. Fascinating. That's what he, that was popcorn know, cereal. Pops. That no, is. It's almost like pops, right? Like yeah. that's pops is also what we used to call my grandfather, but it's almost like pop cereal yeah. too. Yeah, that's so. When they did that stuff, it was a little bit like, oh, these are like the depression foods that like survived in my family that yeah. people would eat occasionally and my this is like if you would ask my grandma you know what's her struggle food it would probably be the milk and cornbread oh my thing. gosh that's so amazing i thought that was kind of cute but i also think that if my husband were to have read that he would be like what is wrong with these people <laughs> <laughs> like you don't eat that oh my god <laughs> that's not a meal it's but it's it, you know it's a meal if you think it's a meal and if you think it's delicious mm-hmm. so the kids have created this house yes. they're living in the boxcar they have their pine needle beds they've gone to the dump numerous times they made a shelf they made a shelf which would probably look very trendy that would be an instagram shelf did you see Could, the, did they have the illustrations in your book they did and let me just yes. say that these kids would be trending for like cottage core or something on inst- <laughs> like they would yeah. have their own instagram and it would be like boxcar chic <laughs> yeah exactly and it's just like we it, it'd be the bougiest like most yeah like west elm sells three of these things oh my gosh <laughs> yes yes also uh, with the cracks <laughs> they oh my gosh oh my gosh i can't remember what group it was now or what what designer brand but they came out with like shoes that look just you know like little kid shoes where they've yeah. worn them to death yeah. there's holes they're dirty you can buy them pre-done girl go so to the goodwill it's like <laughs> it's like quote-unquote poor culture but like the shoes cost a thousand dollars or that's something that's so frustrating because somebody's making money off of that and somebody just that doesn't have shoes <laughs> i know so it's just like oh look at this aesthetic and then it's like no there's literally people that that's their reality but that's cool I mean, anyway that's, i guess though, rant over i'm starting to become to my uh, my mother in that sense because i remember when the jeans with the holes came came oh, back geez. in the cell when i was like in middle school and i was like mom i gotta have those and she was like absolutely not you can put them in yourself <laughs> like i'm not gonna buy you broken and cheese <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh this is struggle okay so the kids yes. the next thing that i'm remembering is they built a dam which yeah for the swimming pool which i'm like oh uh, this again osha um i just yeah. don't know what was wrong as a kid i was not very adventurous so the thought of like you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna dam up this this little crick and make a lake is kind of amazing um i think the most adventurous thing i did as a kid like that in that realm was there was an empty lot in our neighborhood and one summer all the kids decided to dig a hole yeah and that was what we did we dug a hole every day yeah that's with spoons <laughs> And like <laughs> pails, and we would be out there for hours just yeah. digging in this yeah. like really disgusting like gray <laughs> dirt. Come covered in it at home. Yeah, and I'm just like that's yeah. how we spent a chunk of our summer was dig- digging a hole for no no nobody knows who started it. Nobody knows <laughs> why we stopped, but we're we're digging a hole. <laughs> like that does sound like the most like that's a, that's kid logic that's why like when you say thing when like some of the things they think of in here you're you know you're like oh that's a choice yeah but then you think back it is to your logic. like yeah childhood and you're like that is probably the choice i would have also like logically come to with my oh, yeah. like, child brain yeah again i don't have a 
I don't take big issue with them. I take a lot of issue with the adults around them. <laughs> yeah. Of just like, yeah. It, watching kids just struggle. I'm like, let's just see how they do. <laughs> it's like, it's yeah. like that new, have you seen that Netflix show? It's like, I think it's based in Japan. Where I've they, only seen the SNL parody oh of it gosh. with the long term boyfriends. <laughs> yes. It's like, so they send these kids yeah. that are like three years old, four years yeah. old out into the world to run errands and just to just see how they do. And of course, I'm sure, you know, people are trailing them, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. this I is mean, that without mean. any safety net. Like there's no yeah. safety net in this book. They don't have little cute flags to walk across streets with. They're, no. They're just out doing child labor. Yeah. So, okay. So now they've, they're doing their thing and they've now met a doctor. Yes. He, he has randomly uh, <laughs> asked somebody if he can work in his yard. Yes. And it just so happens to be the doctor that lives with his mother, who I I very much he's one of those guys that call his mother, 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 dinner's yes. ready. You know, that kind yeah, of guy calling your wife mother. But that is the most repulsive thing. I'm sorry if you do that out in the world. But if you're like calling your wife mother. I mean, I can't. Sometimes Kevin and I call each other mom and dad to the cats. Like, go find dad. You know, that's ironic and cute. Yeah. Calling <laughs> your wife mother, especially after the kids have left the household. Oh, yeah. It's like, what is happening? Yeah. Yeah. It's different I'm when you're like, out. talking to your kids of like, go talk to mom about this. Yeah. But yeah. Don't call it to her face. No. Or to any other human adult. No. Yeah. I even get offended when people call me a cat mom. I'm like, shut your mouth. Oh. I have a cat roommate, okay? Yeah. Yeah. There, I, I exert... Well, I mean, that's also true about children. I exert no control or ownership of this situation. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. 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 I, don't, I don't like the fur baby thing either. Oh, I hate fur baby. And they have a fur baby in this book. They watch. I, I really like it. It was him. really cute. Yeah, and it's definitely uh, Jesse's dog. Okay, but I have to say that the way that they describe the tack or whatever in his paw. The thorn. The yeah. thorn, and like, it keeps coming and coming. and I'm like, that's freaking traumatic. Because in the pictures, this is one of those little scruffy dogs that has a little paw. Yeah. It's not an elephant. It doesn't have like a, you know, I'm, of course, my brain is like picturing a 12-inch spike in this dog's paw. So <laughs> I'm traumatized. <laughs> but anyway. Uh yeah yeah I thought it was yeah it's that, cute it's cute but it's you're, cute. you're right they they do kind of like it's the weird the things that this author just just okay just saying Decides. I am feeling great um, <laughs> but just the just the thing that the, the choices this author makes on what she like goes into depth of describing is so interesting yeah like, I can't tell if it's because that's just like the kind of author she is or like I guess I chalk that up to sort of like a child's mind yeah of like oh and the thorn was so big and it just kept coming and coming you know like a little like the way like a kid might describe it yeah so yeah. i can't decide if she's like just a kind of a bad off not i don't uh, not bad but like just not the kind of author not the kind of writer i would like or if she just is like sort of portraying everything in like a simple like children's way i mean she is writing for children right this is it not made is, for adults but it's like Okay, this is this is when they were swimming. Yeah. And they're talking about swimming. Yeah. And she says, such wet children were never seen before. What the hell does that mean? You're swimming. They're, this is they're page so moist. 87. I don't know if we're on the same timeline. Oh, my gosh. Like, I haven't had any alcohol for maybe a month and a half, maybe five months. I'm glad we're at my house. <laughs> <laughs> I did tell Kevin I might have to come get me. Yeah. I'm just like, I think, I'll, oh. I, think I'll, I think I'll be okay. I'm like, I'm feeling nice and warm, but not. Well, and we have different tolerances, I think. Um, not to say you're a lush at all. I I'm did. stating that for the record. I am um, the one that made the cocktail. So I think it can be assumed that I do drink cocktails. You drink cocktails, but you're a classy drinker. I'd say sip from this mason jar. <laughs> <laughs> with the, but you're sipping with a, a fancy stainless steel. Yes. I bought Straw. these during the pandemic so I could make iced lattes for myself and oh. feel like a human again. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. OK, so they are still just living their best lives. And now yeah. they're working for the doctor. Working for the doctor. The Also, the weird thing was, too, is this like town race that everybody just participates oh, in. That one was. So, yeah, that. that OK, I was going to also put that in my um in my thesis about Dr. Moore being the worst person <laughs> worst in this person ever. He's like. Hey, boy, work for me all day and then go run for me, boy. Well, and then sends him off. Well, and he's like, go watch the races and tell me who wins. Knowing. And I think at that time, too, doesn't he say like he knows that the grandchild, the father, grandfather is going to be there and he wants to just, I don't know. It was just weird. Well, because he knows he knows that that and he's like, oh, I'm not going to tell. Yeah. The 
he's a bad person he's like come labor for me children i'm gonna yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah. So I'm um, and anyway, so spoiler. I just there were several points in this book where I wrote child labor laws. Yeah. Uh <laughs> there's several places in this book that I want to just just close it and be like, I think I'm done. Yeah. But there, I I'll admit there's a few LOL WTFs just oh my written gosh. in the thing. <laughs> it just was like yeah. so many like highlights of like why did they why did they act this way? The thing that got me too. So so the kid um, Jesse, no, Henry ran runs in the race, yeah, and he wins, which is great. And then he meets yeah. his grandfather, Has but no doesn't idea. realize, yeah, because he didn't give like, his full and name. The grandfather doesn't realize it's the grandson, which to me is like it, he has your name, like yeah, but it's they're such like art. I feel like I feel like I'm a Gertrude Chandler Warner apologist at this okay. point. They are such. <laughs> vague random names like James know. Henry and Henry James like but he's like he doesn't look like your son looked like when he was growing up like I, I, it's you've a never seen kid. him it's I don't a know. sweaty uh, dirt covered gutter child who, a gutter child who has literally just been working all day and then That's got true. shoved into this race by his weird doctor friend and it's like one of those kids like you know you see those like stories of people that like i wasn't even planning to run the marathon and then i just ran it it's very that i'm like have you ever accidentally (laughs) fell into a marathon (laughs) i've read stories where people will just kind of show up and just do crap like that so i can't there are some sports that i can't go to because i will want to play Mm -hmm. ultimate frisbee play a lot of that never had that experience in my life i so i had a time where i was injured and i couldn't go because if i went i would find myself playing playing yeah. wow yeah so i that's that, nice to me. yeah but it, it was the whole like i wrote here um today's a field day and i want you to see the races and i wrote work for me then run for me boy uh-huh. <laughs> like uh-huh. why is this well, and then, it's okay, so, so weird. finally, champion, he wins a silver cup. He wins some good money, which is great. 400 bucks, $442. Yeah. Which? In 1942. Which is impressive. Which, in 1929, when it originally came out, who knew? Is that when it, okay. I, the I don't know edition I had, I'm just making it up. Copyright, oh, no. for me, 19, was 42. 1924 was when the aver- original Boxcar Children oh, okay, was published. Okay, okay, so I must, this is the abridged version. Yes. This must be, that's the first time they put the abridged version out. Yeah, because Oh, man, that's is, like, that's like $800. Right? He won like a thousand bucks in that yeah, race. Yeah, and they're like, let's get some meat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Steaks. <laughs> barbecue. Baby. Um, but then it's like, immediately, I thought this was the weirdest thing, the Violet gets sick. Yes. And they like, they went and found more treasures at the dump. And then she's like, I don't remember. How did she get sick? It was really like. That was, just, it was. Yeah, it was not well it was described. Like, they're having dinner and all of a sudden she's cold and now she's dying. Well, she's laughing and then she's yes. crying and then she just keeps crying. Yeah. And then it causes her to like have a fit. Yeah. And then finally the doctor is like, you know what? I think I'm going to bring the kids to my mansion because he yeah. lives in a giant farmhouse with multiple rooms. Yeah. Yeah. Rather than like, well, so I have to, I have to admit, this is like the one part where I thought the kids really missed, just really made a misstep. So that when they're going to the, <laughs> they were doing great. <laughs> and then things were good. Oh, we, we do need to cover the culinary choices of just Oh, yes, 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 we will. Later. <laughs> um, there was a point, let me get to it. I also wrote creep several times. Yeah. He'd like to see the boys run. That's yes. different. We don't like that. Yeah. So... Uh, there's a point at which they are talking about. Oh yes, I, one of my comments was also because I'm a creep and a shit doctor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> like, okay, like, dude, who are you treating? Losing his license. So there's a comment where Jesse says they need to walk separately uh-huh. because um they might realize that they're four kids that are related and oh, they know yeah. that people are looking for them. And then she like immediately outs them. Yeah, she's the worst snitch let me find the <laughs> let me find the quote i wrote something like you were literally just freaked out about um so they were worried about not outing the fact that they were orphans or the missing children the four missing children they knew that they were being looked for mm-hmm. and when they're in the cherry orchard uh jesse straight up outs them and says no our mother and father are dead yeah we're baby just worried <laughs> two pages ago in again text that is as big as the spine of this book so yeah 30 milliseconds ago you, important you were very worried about this and mm-hmm. then you like very much out yourself as an orphan uh, again 
Uh, was the, the, were the cherries fermented, girl? Like, uh, why are you making these mistakes? It There's just a lot of questions that I have. This the, was the only inconsistency I could find with the children. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that and again, Jesse's culinary skills. Oh, my gosh. Which I shouldn't be, like, harping on a 12-year-old girl for not, like, preparing decent <sighs> meals. She, like, burns the potatoes and then is like, just eat the gooey insides. Uh, I mean relatable <laughs> there's a time what did i do i think i made bread and it was raw in the middle no no i was i was at camp oh, okay and the bread was raw in the middle but i was so hungry i'm like just eat that just eat around it just eat around it i'm like that is not smart no <laughs> but you know you okay. do what you gotta do so when i was working abroad at one point um do you know the bread that you're supposed to like finish baking at home oh yeah yeah, yeah. I just thought that the Dutch bread was very light and I was eating unbaked rolls or like half parbaked rolls. And uh, my my co-workers were like, what are you doing? I did not have an oven. Oh, I was in like a studio with like an (laughs) Ikea cooktop. Oh, I lived overseas and I didn't have an oven. I had a fish grill on the, but it looked like an oven, but it was not. And so I kept trying to use it as an oven. And they're like, this is a fish grill, dummy. And I was just That's like, I don't, I don't, I didn't know. <laughs> I just wanted to make some brownies. Yep. Um, yep. Couldn't figure out why they weren't rising. Is confusing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, so, so we're all a little. Okay, okay. Okay. I'll give the kids a break. We're all stupid. Also, saute the, like, they just boiled those onions. I know. Like saute them. Get yeah. some flavor. But I feel like that generation was a boil it generation. That's true. Like That's we don't true. need flavor. We we have to work hard in life. There's yeah. no time for flavor. That's true. Maybe that's a harsh criticism, but it feels true. I still feel like my grandma was a good cook. Okay. But she yeah, there like she didn't boil stuff. Uh, my I don't remember my grandma's food other than my okay. So I go to my grandma's in the in the summers and whatever and um she would used to make me a cheese sandwich. So it was white bread. With Miracle Whip. Heck yeah. With a thick, yeah. almost half half inch, no, maybe quarter inch piece of cheddar. Yeah. In bread. Yeah. And here's happy, have a good lunch. That was lunch. Yeah. It was delicious. That's. At the time. I ate it again as an adult and it was like the first bite was like, oh, grandma. And then the rest of the sandwich was a little struggle to get down. But it was good, but it was, it was. Not what I remembered. We used to do what my grandma would call generic grilled cheese, uh-huh. which my sister always mispronounced as genetic grilled cheese. Nice. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you uh, just take two pieces of toast oh. and you toast them till they're like, she always liked a little bit of black on it. So that you toast them pretty like so you burn well them. done well toast. Well done toast. Okay. <laughs> Smear butter on as quick as you can and then take two pieces of American and squish them in between the two hot pieces of bread oh and hope the American melts just a little bit. Oh my gosh. That was uh, that was a common dinner. Wow. That is a lot of choices. It was. I like it. It's, you know, I think there's, the, yeah, the bread, the cheese, the, that all checks out. Yeah. Your was like a... Good cook. That I was don't know. not a highlight. I, I just think like that, that. The, that was – my grandma was feeding me raw grilled cheese. Like she would not take the time to grill it's like grill. cheese sandwich. I, I know. Like, I like cheese sandwich. It just – again, it was delicious at the time, but now I'm like – It's a lot of cheese. It's a, that's a it. lot of dairy yeah. for a little kid Especially, that was lactose intolerant. Yeah, and nobody, <laughs> seemed, nobody seemed to care. <laughs> nobody, everybody's like, it's fine. Just keep bloating up for dairy. Just go. Just go. <laughs> it's like, why is she always sick? We don't know. Have it's some fine. more cheese. Here's some chocolate milk. Oh, you know. my God. My family would eat like full pints of ice cream. That was something. Ugh. Did you Did you ever do that? No. I couldn't. I get like an Wait. inch down and be like, I Wait, are the sick. pints? That, what are the the bin and, like the little ones? Yeah, the Ben and Jerry's. Yeah. Uh, we'd go to the grocery store and my like mom would like be like, person pick got a their pint. Own? Yeah. I cannot. Blue Bunny. It had to be Blue Bunny. Oh, Blue ben Bunny. Ben and Jerry was too. That's too bouge. Yeah. Um, but Blue Bunny is. Mm, yeah bunny tracks i think in college i used to so college i became like a loser not really but like i just kind of like shut down and so i lived really i lived like in the furthest away like dorms from campus so it was like a good mile walk in and i never like would go and get food from like the cafeteria thus i made no friends because like i lived in and i lived in like a 
um, older student housing. So everybody either had like boyfriends and they were like, all my roommates had boyfriends. So yeah. They were just staying with their boyfriends. So I had this like four person suite to myself. That's gone. Oh my God. But I was like freshman. So it's just like, but I didn't meet anybody because everybody that was, was Kev. like, Kev uh, lived in a single and he his whole time. Oh, I was well, people until, person like, though. So anyway, yeah, I would be walking and there was just one place to get food and I'd always get a Caesar salad and mm-hmm. then I'd get a Ben and Jerry's, um, the cookie dough. Yeah. And I would eat it on like a Friday. And I'm like, what is my life? That's and then a lot of times thing. I'd sit back and watch the Matrix and just be like, hey, it's fine. It's good. Yeah. Anyway, the one last thing that caught, caught me off guard as a city girl yeah. is when they found the berries and they were just like, let's eat all these berries. I was like, not what even are you upset doing? about that. What are you doing? Because I like as a kid, I wouldn't have known what a blueberry is compared to like a berry you shouldn't eat. So, oh, I I assume that that's like they were not walking very far and they probably knew that there were like berries in the town. But for me, I was just like, if I'm in the woods, I know not to eat a berries. I love watching that forager girl on TikTok. Have you seen her? Yes. She's the one that like she kind of has like little jazzy. Like she sings along sometimes and does little goofy things. I do like watch. I think she's so interesting. But I'm like, I could never be a forager because I would be the one. I remember one time I was in um, elementary school and I distinctly watched these two little girls eat mushrooms. They were growing out of the grass and eat them. And then they had to go to the doctor. And I was just like, y'all are dumb. And I was in third grade. And I was like, you don't eat nature. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) You don't eat nature. (laughs) As a vegetarian, I think that that's my greatest quality is like, I don't eat nature. (laughs) There's a level of, uh, 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 how do I say this? There's a level of, so like my, my grandfather, not my pops who would eat the popcorn, but my grandfather would say, like, you know, don't eat. He'd call them LBMs. And he'd be like, don't eat LBMs, the little brown mushrooms. The hippie types <laughs> like to use them for their hallucinatory oh, properties. And I'd be like, yeah, Grandpa. <laughs> I was in D.A.R.E. at the time. Oh, my God. I <laughs> in D.A.R.E. And I was so about it. I, but I do think that there's an element of um, when you're growing. So, we're like, we grew up. So I we lived in kind of like a small town, but my grandparents had land out not very far. And so we'd spend our summers out there working with them. And there is an element of you worked outside all day. The last thing you want to do is like camp. Yeah, that's like a I even had a friend in grad school who used to say my family were Bedouins. We finally got out of the like out of the desert. We don't we don't do this. <laughs> and I felt like a, a, a strong kinship with him of like, yeah, my family doesn't have to live in trailers anymore. Uh-huh. We've made it. We have uh-huh. houses. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> so I do think that there is like an element of this, like of, of some of the nature stuff where I'm like, uh, I grew up too poor for this crap. Like I don't want to go camping. No, I don't camp. Yeah. I hear you there. So the kids finally, Violet's sick and the doctor's finally like, you know what? Maybe I should Get bring the grandfather legal in on this. Yeah. And well, we don't know who their legal guardian yet. There was none. <laughs> Maybe I'm a little bit more warm than I thought. There's no legal guardian because the parents did no estate planning. None. Plan your plan your stuff or at least just like have someone who knows they're supposed to take the babes. Yeah. Like please. Yeah. Like I already know like just so you know in my will I'm leaving my cat to you. I, I do know that. Yes. I, Fully aware. And yes. Fratelli will be welcomed with open arms. She has a plethora of things she will be bringing. That's and, fine. Well, hopefully That's I won't fine. die, but you know. I hope know. she's down to share because Merlin and Gizmo. She's uh, a little hooch, so no. <laughs> she will not be sharing anything. She'll be like, yeah. um, boys, you better get away from my stuff. Yeah, okay. And, you know, yeah. Gizmo will be fine. He'll He'll adjust. So grandpa finally comes in the picture and, and the doctors gives him some sage advice of just like, just let him warm up to you. So now this Don't other creepy guy identity. is coming around just <laughs> chatting with these kids that are worried about their younger sister dying. Want to see my cucumber in a bottle, kids? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was so weird. <laughs> they were so excited, which I get. You know, like, you know, yeah. it's like the kids that grow the pumpkins and the forms and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. Growing a cucumber in a jar sounds great. You're, but, a, um, you're a grown man. Anyway, but, keep but going. then it was just funny how they just were like, okay. Then they just kind of let him know it's it's the grandfather, and he's actually kind. Yay! Yay! No questions about nothing. The family relationships. No, no, nothing. Or why dad and grandfather never talked. Maybe that's in the sequel. 
Yeah, I'm not going to read the second one, yeah. but but um, anyway, so then finally they are like, the other thing that got me too is the damn dog. Oh, the dog, the bartering with the lady for <laughs> yes, the dog. That's just the that thing about this lady. Very extra. I was like, why do we have all these like side quests all of a sudden? Like, <laughs> what is happening? I think she was just wrapping stuff up. She was like, like, end of the books here. That is a loose thread. Yeah, because we really needed to know this where that dog the, came from. This is the abridged version, though, right? The the oh. so the original version is longer. Okay. And what they give kids, what they gave, I think there was probably a lot of, um, maybe just based on the abridged version, some excess details yeah. that were unnecessary. Very, very Herman Melville. Yeah. A lot of extra <laughs> stuff. That was actually... Gertrude I, Chandler Warner, uh, Herman Melville of her time. So, okay. The kids now are with their grandpa. Did they... Okay, so the doctor... or The, the grandpa had like a $5,000 reward for the kids. Yeah. Did the doctor get that money? No, he turned it down. Okay, he I can't remember. Down. He does. I mean, I guess that's the one decent thing he did. I thought yeah. he was going to take it, but... I, I kind of did too, because I think... There was like one point where he, he even sort of like pondered it outside. He's like, maybe I should turn them in. And yeah. Yeah, I, this, this whole... The whole like comments about why didn't you... Uh, why didn't you? Why didn't you come get us? And he's just like, yeah, you guys seem to be having a good camping trip. <laughs> like they're children yeah. in the woods, living in a boxcar. Yeah, none. Of, no. I mean, maybe it's a different time, but, but none still, of this was like no red flags, no, no CPS, not a no single like. One. Well, you know, I mean, I'm not a big fan, but there are cases where maybe we, we need to intervene. In some way. They're, uh, you know. They're pooping in the woods. This was, okay. If it's 1924, this is, this is pre-New That's Deal. That's pre. There's pre-any of that, yeah. <laughs> no, wait. Is it pre-New Deal? I don't know, dude. I can barely, like, no, put a thought together. No. The crash is, like, at, like, 1929 or 1919, yeah. 1920. I don't so know. So, I think the new, the new Deal had been, like, maybe been talked about by this point. But I don't know if child services came. With, I feel like, like there was not child service. Was there even the child labor Corps. laws at this point in a real way? Yeah, I think there were because the progressives had already happened. I love meeting with you, Sam, because you always know all this random. Well, crap. I don't know if I actually know that, but I think that there had been like child labor laws at that. I feel point. like it, but I feel like people were. Well, I mean, they still I think they come with the progressives in the early, like with Teddy Roosevelt and like the progressive parties. That came with like, you know, Upton Sinclair and Nellie Bly, like all the yellow journalism laws, all the all those things kind of came together. I'm just like the 20s flappers. (laughs) I don't know. We should should double check this, but Um, we will not be doing any fact checking for the record. (laughs) Take this all with a grain of salt because I'm going to Google child. Oh, my gosh. I I need to know. But so grandfather takes them in and then big surprise. Big surprise. Big surprise at the end. Yeah. It's like you guys can play house anytime. Because he brings the box card to his fancy house. Exactly. Um, Because he lives in a mansion that's a big, a a big, big, big mansion. So I was really upset about the logistics of moving the box card. The track. Like what? (laughs) What? Truck. <laughs> like, I don't know. No, because they, they talk about this at the beginning that they, well, because the, Benny is scared. Yeah. That there's going to be a train that comes and takes them away. Yeah. And Henry says, no, look at all this stuff. It's growing over the tracks. They're all rusted out. It's fine. Sand can't cure that. You know, no, it's it can't. like too much. So, how, if there is a civil engineer with an expertise in <laughs> 1920s uh, heavy machinery, Please comment on how that happened. Yeah. I tell us. Yeah, I don't know. All I can think about is like know. somebody be- built the pyramids, probably the same weight. Ancient and aliens. she is Liddy. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know who moved it? Ancient aliens. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I went on Goodreads yes. and was looking at the reviews yeah. for this, and it kind of cracked me up because people were just like kind of about this life, and I was just like, Mm. That's the same but then people there was, who are like convinced that cottage core is a good idea and that they can get rid of their electronics while also uh, posting things to Instagram. Yes. And I think too a lot of it was people like, I just love that book growing up. I'm like, you didn't reread it. And then yeah. and then I was there's people like me that were like, this was not a mystery. Because these are this is a mystery. This well, book is a mystery. These ones are mysteries. They do they are mysteries. This one is there, I know I remember one was like a little creepy when I was a kid. Oh well, I, again, I didn't even read this one really when I was a kid. But overall, yes. What is your rating? Like what what are what are we giving this? 
Oh my gosh. Um, you know, we just gave our book report. So are, are we saying like everybody should read this or? I'm going to give this. F- What's our scale going to be? Three out of five BNSF cars. The railroad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get it one lame. and a half. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm going to give it um, a zero on the number of medical licenses that should be issued. <laughs> but three out of five. BNSF cars. Okay. We're not sponsored by BNSF. No. Um, I I would say I would not necessarily recommend this to anyone ever, nor would, would I ever you, if I had kids. Yeah, I was going to say, that's the question. Would you let your kids read it? I would try to find something that's just a little bit like more contemporary and like yeah. my kids would be black. So I'm like, I would want it to have just yeah. a little bit more representation and not that they can't read stuff that's not, you know, fully represented, but it's just like a little bit too you, much child abuse for me. The child abuse for sure. But I don't think, do you there think there's so- anything that in this book, like outside of the obviously white children on the cover that identifies like race in the book? Okay. I'll probably this sound This is bad. probably going to be too heavy, but. I don't know, dude. Like there was just some stuff. I'm like, that's some white people shit. Like. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, now I want to know because like, it's probably it's, uh, it feels like maybe some of the things I was like, oh yeah, we did that. I, okay, I just this is gonna sound really bad, but the most white thing was the no seasoning. There's no seasoning anywhere. <laughs> Everything is just like I think maybe there was like a point where they talked about pepper and salt on one dish, I mean, but for the most part, I'm like, let's boil some turnips and eat them with bread and milk. They're really. Ugh. I mean, not everybody had the two for one like Kroger spice sale okay, going. Homeboy won. $400 at a race. You get a, yeah. a little pepper also, goes a long way. They they got the, they had butter, right? At one point they said they had butter. That, okay, that's butter's not no, a no, 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 no. Sorry. My, no. I'm <laughs> passionate about my seasoning. 100% butter is not a seasoning. <laughs> not a seasoning. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I mean, I grew up in a salt and pepper household. Like, that's the only seasonings. Um, Don't boil those onions. Yeah. <laughs> butter caramelized yeah caramel yes i don't know there's just stuff like the i don't know i, I feel like at, at you know if Jesse's I did age d- i knew you cooked onions in butter yeah and nothing else i think there's nothing like overtly like yeah. bad in this book yeah i just think the writing for me is not great because there's been lots of kids books i've read that are engaging and i'm like yeah yeah and this one is just not doing it for me there is a this is definitely so i want to be very clear but th- I think that this this picture there, the Instagram picture, the cottage core would also be on like it would be definitely on like a trad wife blog, like the the whole like gender <laughs> roles in this. Oh yeah, are heavy. Yeah, and I know that's like the times. So I don't know if I would want the like that being the subtext if I had daughters. Yeah, because I feel like oh. in the other ones that like the the. The girls, the like, the ladies do like some mystery solving, and there's yeah. there's a lot more that goes on. There's d- more depth to their character, and yeah, they have horses. Yeah, jeez. Yeah. Um. Anywho, so there we go. That was our first book report. I had a fun time. I did too. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna sleep so hard tonight. <laughs> um. <laughs> I'm just so, so thank you for I, making these amazing cocktails. I hope it was good. <laughs> um. Also, it's like our next book Ooh, what's for our next, next month. Book? Is go ask Alice. <gasps> dare. Speaking, uh, speaking of, of dare. dare. Oh, we pass this around. I'm actually very excited for oh this. Oh my gosh, it's so it's scandalous. Be so bad. I, I'm, I'm actually a little bit sad. I know. I don't, I don't want, want it to ruin it for me because I think the last time I read it, I was 15. And oh, I mean, yeah. I wore out my copy. I reread that yeah. thing. That was one summer. That's all I read was Go Ask Alice on repeat. So yeah, super excited about that. There was so. like a wait list at the library for that one. They had it at the at the school library. We, we all read it in middle school. So I guess I was probably in like seventh grade. Yeah. That was the one that like there was oh, a yeah. wait list. And, and kids yeah. that didn't read were like, read I'll that read that book. one. <laughs> I yeah. know. It's, I get it. So um, I'm cool. super excited about it. And so if you want to read along with us, uh, pick up a copy, support your local bookstore, support yeah. your local library. Get if it all used. Fails, um, you know. eBay? E- eBay. <laughs> I got mine on eBay for like $3 and they yeah. have tons of copies. So yeah. I'm super excited for. You can get uh, used books from Powell's yes. bookstore. Yes. There's lots of options out there. Um, there's lots of free yeah. resources if you don't want to pay the money. Um, yep. or you can't cause you know, 
times are tough right now. Times are tough. Um, yeah, support your local library. You you do. You pay taxes. And so might as well use them. A lot them. of them have really awesome uh, like electronic resources these days. Yes. I get all my audiobooks free from the library. I've I saved thousands of dollars. I read all my trash magazines. Oh, yes. Atomic Ranch. Yes. Not trash. I don't read that, but that's interesting. It is all mid-century modern like decor oh, and architecture i love it love it, it. <laughs> love it so yeah make sure to subscribe and you can follow us on instagram at boozy book report and stay up to date with all of the cool things that we're doing um i know i i know for me that i'm definitely boozy um sam looks fine but i you know if i stand up right now i know it's gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> i know it's gonna happen i'm gonna fall over so <laughs> so Cheers to that. Yeah. And yeah, join us next time. Thank you. Bye. Bye.